Hi guys, welcome back to Cosmic Wisdom Podcast. I am your host Ashley and today I am back with another episode. I believe we are now at episode four, season four, which is fantastic. So those of you who are joining us for the first time, this is a strictly spiritual podcast where we discuss all things spiritual. So if this is not your kind of jam, maybe now is the time to exit this video or pause this podcast. All right. Thank you to those of you who are joining us for another episode. It is a pleasure to connect with you guys and have you guys here supporting my content. If you do have any suggestions or any comments or you do just want to, you know, give me a little shout out for all the hard work I've been doing. I really appreciate that. So you can reach me at spiritualaf at outlook.com or you can visit me at my website at spiritualafx.com. Okie dokie. So today's episode, I want to speak about hair because um, hair has been heavily on my mind for the last couple of days, probably because I have been planning to take out my hair and redo my hair and give it some, you know, TLC. As you can see, I'm wearing my bonnet because it is wash day and I've just had a really nice therapeutic routine um, done at home by myself, <laughs> a little routine I've established over the last couple months um, whilst, you know, on my hair journey. So, um, oh, that is dangerous. So, um, hair has been on my mind <laughs> recently and I just wanted to speak about why I decided to go on my natural hair journey and also what I've discovered and perhaps whoever is listening to this episode, um, whoever needs to hear it, you might be inspired to go on your own natural hair journey or you might be able to take some gems in general on how to handle your hair if you're already on that journey. So before we get into it, hmm, matcha is great by the way. All right, so I would say probably maybe since 2016. I don't know the exact date, but I know it's been a good while since I stopped relaxing my hair, maybe even five years or more since I stopped relaxing my hair. So when I was little, I had really soft hair. Um, my auntie and my mum always used to say that it was hard to handle because it was too much and it just used to be everywhere. So um, at one point, um, I remember being at probably in year seven or yeah, seven. So I would have been 11, 11, 12. I remember um, at that point, you're getting a bit older. There's less time for your hair to be taken care of, you know, parents are working, doing their thing. So I remember my auntie relaxed my hair um, and it was great, you know, like I felt like, oh my God, my hair is long, it's straight, this is amazing. And then it started going downhill from there. Now, I feel like I've always had a sensitive scalp. Now, as I've got older, I've understood what that actually is and what that means and how I should handle my hair. But obviously at that time, I didn't understand. Um, and when I used to relax my hair, I always used to get burned around the, the the front area um and yeah that's quite painful so your hair would like the chemicals and I think it's because my auntie may have left it on too long 
um, but it would burn and the, the, um, the hair or the scalp would become a scab and eventually all fall away. Um, and obviously that doesn't sound very good because that means that away with the scabs is some hair <laughs> and also I guess some damage to the hair follicles. Um, just a disclaimer by the way, I am not a hair professional, stylist or any of the sort and neither do I have um, any degree in health of hair, whatever they call themselves, I don't know. But yes, this is just purely my experience and my um, suggestions for people who want to take them. It's not by force, I'm no one's parent, you don't have to do anything that I'm doing, you don't have to listen to anything that I, I am saying, but this is me just putting out my story and how I see hair as an adult. Okay, so back to it. Um, so yeah, my hair used to scab, um, not even just at the front of my hair, but in parts of my hair where it was burnt. Um, and I think for a long while, um, that was the, the common theme for me. Um, I used to have my hair relaxed, I think every other month or so, so it could be more manageable. Um, and yeah, that was pretty much my life for about f three, four years or maybe even more than that i can't really tell you i think i stopped actually relaxing my hair when i could actually decide that i didn't want to relax my hair anymore when adults weren't making the decision to just put that shit on my head but yeah i remember going to live back with my mom and at that point i had more freedom of my hair and the hairstyles that i i did so whilst i was living with my mom i still relaxed my hair for a little while because that's what she used to do as well so i just continue doing it but it wouldn't burn so much because I used to take it off before it started burning um, and then I remember um, turning 16 and um, was it 16 at some point <laughs> I had a prom to go to and I was like I don't want to go with my normal hairstyle um, I want to um, have some extensions put in so I allowed someone to do my hair um, and I think the hairstyle that we chose was just the worst possible hairstyle for someone with sensitive scalp and relaxed hair. Nevertheless, um, I did it anyway. And as a result of that, I have been doing, um, what's that word? Control damage? Damage control. That's it. I have been doing damage control with my hair for like the last 10 years. <laughs> and it is only now finally get into a state where I'm like okay I'm happy with this I mean my edges could grow back a little bit more because um you know I did more further damage to it as I got older wearing wigs and shit but um yeah it is finally at a stage where it's like this is what my hair used to be like when I was younger and this is how I want it to stay for the rest of my adulthood um so yes I stopped wearing wigs about eight months ago now, or maybe even before that. I just remember going for a stage where it was like, mm, ah, this hair is expensive, um, it sheds a lot, uh, it doesn't last as long as they say it's gonna last, and it's not cute anymore. So I went for a phase where it's like, I just don't want to wear anything on my head. Um, and for a good couple of months, I was just walking around with a headscarf. I think that was part of my, um, the, the, I don't know what stage of my spiritual awakening, but 
maybe the hundredth. But I think I just got to a point where it's like, actually, I am wanting to really reconnect with my own natural hair. Um, although I stopped perming my hair and I would braid it and, you know, put, put the braids under a wig, I still felt like that wasn't me embracing my, my natural hair. And I remember, <laughs> I remember once having a conversation with my partner and he was like, he said something that really got to me. He was like, oh, it seems like you hate your hair. And I got really defensive, like to the point where I even cried. And then it dawned on me, you do hate your hair. You do. You did. <laughs> you did hate your hair. And that's why you got upset by what he said. <laughs> I think we was having a conversation back and forth, like, why don't you just wear your natural hair? And I was like, oh, what do I know? And I was finding all these excuses of why I can't wear my natural hair. And then he said that one thing and sent me over the edge. Um, and then I, as I am, a very self-aware, reflective person, I remember reflecting on that. And I was like, actually, that hit a nerve because you do, right now, hate your hair. And that was like last, last year, the beginning of last year at some point. So anyway, since then, I've had a whole different journey with my hair. I've come to understand it better, very much um, understanding that it is a part of me, um, a massive part of me, a massive part of um, who I am spiritually and also a massive part of me that needs to be nourished. There's this um, kind of perspective in the black I would say specifically natural hair community that our hair is hard to handle, hard to um, style and all, you know, the, the bad things that we tell ourselves about our hair. Um, and I felt like, do you know what? Upon reflection, the reason why we feel like that is because it's not the typical European standard of hair. Um, and that's okay. It's okay that our hair is not like the European standard of hair. It's okay that our hair takes a little bit of, a little bit, little bit more TLC than the, the normal person. Well, not normal person, but no, more TLC than the European person because our hair is more high maintenance and that is fine. You know, it likes to be nourished. It likes to, you know, be taken care of. You know, you can't do a wash and go. There's no washing and going over here. Well, you can if you want to look like um, what you, whatever your hair looks like when you just wash and go. For me, I look like a mad person, so I wouldn't particularly do that. But it's okay to accept that our hair is not just this thing that we can just deal with quickly. Um, and I started changing my mentality. And the more I changed my mentality around the way I saw my hair and... Um, you know, the state it was in, the more I started to realize how actually I started to appreciate having hair. Like the fact that I even have hair is a godsend. The fact that I even have hair to complain about is a privilege. There's some people that don't have hair. And when you think about the spirituality of hair, hair is an extension of our crown chakra. So it is like literally, it's all over our body. So it is part of our, our identity, not even by choice. Well, you have your free will, you can cut it off if you want, but the fact that we all have grown hair at some point of our living experience is 
um, a clear indication that hair serves a purpose. Um, and although we can't see that purpose, it is a um, spiritual purpose. Um, I've been listening to like podcasts and watching videos where they ex- they explain how um, hair is connected to our spirituality. And I, even though there's not much research around it, well, not that I know of, um, I believe that there's a knowing in me that knows that the more I look after my hair and the more I change my mindset, not just about my hair, but about life in general, um, about nature, about living, about the biology of things, the more I'm able to appreciate every single part of me, um, no matter how annoying or frustrating it can be. Um, And I will say over the last eight months, I've really taken a liking to looking after my hair. Like wash day is not as daunting as I used to tell myself. I literally get in the shower and I take my time. I don't this is another thing that is not for our hair okay our hair tangles very quickly this does not make sense i remember seeing a video where a lady was washing um someone with 4c 4b type hair and she was basically like just getting to the scalp but stretching it upwards like stretching the lather upwards and i was like that makes so much sense why am i standing in the shower doing this knowing that this is creating friction, knowing that this is not helping my hair. So now I started washing my hair um, in that way and I found that it has reduced the amount of um, hair shed that I have. Um, and even the the consistent hair routine that I've established um, has reduced the amount of hair fall that I have. I will put up a picture of the hair fall that I took out from this um, wash. Um, And I was actually like blown away by it because I know previously I have had clumps of hair come out. And I wanna say two products that I have been using that have been my saving grace um, for the last couple months, because I just felt like I needed, it's not that I wanted longer hair, I'm okay with the length of my hair, it's at least here now when it's stretched. But I wanted more strength. That was my problem. I felt like my hair was too tender. Like if I just, you know, everyone's hair is tender to some degree. But I felt like if I tugged it or if it got caught on something, then there's a possibility I might not have no hair. And there even used to be points where I would see my hair coming out from my actual scalp. Like you would see the white, is it follicles or whatever? on the ends of the hair. Thank the Lord those days are over. But these two products, so I started doing um, a henna mask and this is Amala. So henna and Amala apparently during my research had really good benefits for your hair. Um, It's like a protein and it strengthens your hair follicles so less of your hair falls out um, regardless of like, not actually do not say that. Less of your hair falls out, you know, when you're doing whatever you're doing to it, especially when you are manipulating it um, on most occasions. Um, And I started doing that like every, um, 
I started with every four weeks. So every four weeks I would take down my hair out of whatever style I had and then I would um, wash it and then I would use a, a henna mask. So you just add water and, and it's recommended that you add some oil so um, your hair doesn't lose all its nutrients because the henna mask can be quite stripping of your hair like it could make it feel very brittle and dry especially if you suffer with dry hair it can make it 10 times drier so um i started doing that every four weeks and then i moved it to like every six to eight weeks um and in between that i like i said abandoned wigs um, and i'm going to get into the reason why um shortly but i abandoned wigs so i had started with just wrapping my hair um with a, a headscarf um on a daily basis because another thing is like i wasn't leaving the house so was only what the hell do i need to put on a wig for why do i need to even touch my hair if i'm not leaving the house that's what i kind of came to the conclusion i want to wake up with my bonnet on <laughs> just keep it on all day because i'm not going anywhere so i don't need to do anything to my hair so um, after realizing that I can no longer walk around 24-7 with a headscarf on because I just felt like I, I wanted a little bit more zhuzh in my life <laughs> and then decided that you know what braids are going to be my go-to uh, for however long this phase is for me. Um, so I started doing different braid patterns and in the very beginning it was tricky because I started doing the general braid patterns that everyone does like um, the lemonade braids which made my hair 10 times worse because it's like I don't think my hair was strong enough at that point it hadn't gotten all the, the juicy and the, 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 the nutrients that it needed to sustain that kind of pulling you know how it just literally pulls so my hair wasn't happy with that and i think it, it just started like help me screaming it, it literally just started falling out again and i was like oh my god like i've done all this progress and now i've just ruined it so i ditched that hairstyle um and then i just went to braids just simple braids so for the last however many months mainly this year i have been doing just braids um it started off every month but i tried to um long it out as much as possible my hair does get messy very quickly it doesn't matter if i wear a bonnet if i wear a helmet to bed or whatever eventually because my hair is soft it starts going so i can probably hold a protective style for about the last one lasted two months and i was at the point where it's like this has to come out now <laughs> so i'm so excited to show you guys my new hairstyle <laughs> because in the videos um that i have been posting um recently you can see that the hair is herring okay it needed to go so um braids have been helping massively um just looking at my hair today i was literally like i was in awe i was like oh my god it's finally gotten to where i wanted it to be um like i said my edges is, my edges are still growing but they're growing so lovely that i'm just like oh my god i remember a time when there wasn't any <laughs> there was a time when there wasn't any guys it was so bad i thought i had alopecia like that brings me to my next um discussion wigs <sighs> I mean, we all love a good wig, don't we? You know, 
the, the 20, the 24, 26. Yeah, we all love a we all love a little wig, but it is not good for your hair. Um, I have been wearing wigs for a good. I had been wearing wigs for a good amount of years, and one of the things that was like inevitable for me whilst um, on my natural hair journey was hair loss. Okay, the wigs were just wigging. They were not growing my hair. My my hair would grow, but my edges gone with the wind <laughs> fabulous <laughs> not so fabulous <laughs> it was like taking sandpaper to the front of your head and just gradually rubbing all your hair off that's that's how I see it now like when I think about it, I'm like why would you even do that to yourself and I think for me because I didn't like and it's so annoying because it's like your edges start withering away because of the wig but you can't wear your natural hair because you have no edges so you keep wearing the wig so your edges keep withering away and I just got to the point I think that's when I just put on the headscarf I was like this is not happening I cannot keep doing this to myself anymore I am going to have a receding hairline that starts in the middle of my head if I continue wearing these wigs because they're just not they're just not doing it for me um and I, I made a sacrifice I made a sacrifice that I was going to prioritize um my long-term hair goal um and sacrifice this short-term um ego stroke that I get from wearing a 26 inch stripper wig okay um and i can honestly say it's the best decision i've ever made um not only have i felt more confident i felt more appreciative and grateful for the fact that i have hair like i said there's some people out there that don't have hair another thing is like i said your um hair is an extension of your crown tracker so the more attention and time and love and effort you give to your crown chakra the more blood flow there is to your head and the more blood flow there is to your head the more your hair grows okay so when i started actually um taking the time to meditate taking the time to um change my lifestyle in terms of how much um, shit I was digesting on social media, even to the point that I came off social media completely because I was just like, I'm done with this crap. I don't want to participate in this part of society. Um, started sleeping better, started eating better, started, um, taking more vitamins. Um, I can honestly say that my focus on my hair in terms of wanting it to get to a certain state just withered away because I didn't feel this pressure from, you know, all these um, Instagram profiles, all these YouTube videos, what, you, you know, the like that basically highlights to you that your hair is trash and it needs saving and feeling hopeless because hair is one of the things that you literally 
cannot manipulate as easy as you think you can or would like to. So you actually have to put in a lot of time and effort to grow your hair um, to a certain state. And when I release that desire to um, have hair like everybody else that I saw, and it's really, it's really sad because there's a lot of people who struggle with the same things that I'm touching on in this episode, like with the edges issue, with the um, length issue, with the lack of retention of length. And it's really hard to feel optimistic when you keep seeing um, images or videos of people who have really great hair. It's almost like we're going to get into the law of attraction part of it, where you are focusing on the lack and therefore you keep experiencing the lack of hair in your life. So when I was able to disconnect from all these things that kept, you know, amongst many other things, but specifically hair, you know, beauty is one of the things on social media that is heavily in your face. Once I was able to disconnect from that, my focus on like my general appearance became very minimal. Like I, I'm here with no makeup in a bonnet. If you could not tell me a year ago that this is what I'll be doing, there's absolutely no way. (laughs) I would have told you absolutely no way. I would, I would have told you that I'm going to put on makeup for every single video that I do on YouTube. To hell, I wasn't even planning to do any videos or start a podcast to begin with. But when I let go of that egotistical side of myself um, that wanted to be seen a certain way, that wanted to portray myself a certain way, that wanted to be seen as, um, you know, the typical European standard of, of beauty... Along with that came dissatisfaction with what I actually see every day and who I am at the core. And the more I strengthened my spirituality, the more easy it became to just accept that everything about me is supposed to be the way it is like right now. If my hair is supposed to be down to my crack, it's going to end up there someday. Um, All I can do is keep taking care of myself and not wishing and hoping that it gets there but just letting it do its thing um and that's the beautiful thing about spirituality because that's the realization you start to have about everything in life itself you know everything happens in divine timing everything is finely orchestrated so you don't need to worry about all these little fine minute things um you can just find the pleasure in just being and enjoying this experience and being grateful for the ability to even experience life in its purest form, which is exactly what spirituality teaches. So the other side of why I stopped wearing wigs is um, my moral compass changed, okay? Um, When you start understanding that spirituality is connected to your hair, um, the thought of taking someone else's hair, um, even saying it, and even seeing it, I watched a documentary um, briefly that I saw on YouTube and just seeing 
someone having to cut off their hair, knowing how much I value my hair, pained me. And understanding the reason why they had to do it, because they had to find some sort of way to make money because they were, you know, in poverty is even more saddening. Like, I do not want to be a part of that, okay? There is a industry that makes billions billions of pounds I can imagine each year because if I was buying new bundles nearly every six months then you know there's a, a million other women out there doing the same thing they are making a lot of money um and the demand for human hair is very high so that means there's a load of women who have put a lot of time and effort into growing their hair, especially in the um, less economically developed countries, um, using their time, their energy and their resources, that they, the very little resources that they have to grow their hair, to then have it cut off for money. And money that I can imagine is not even near enough the price that we pay for it. That just didn't sit well with me anymore. Um, it's like when you become conscious, everything becomes different. You start seeing life in a completely different way. And the funny thing about being on a spiritual journey is that at each phase of your ascension, spirit gives you more of what you can handle. So obviously my spiritual journey didn't start a couple of months ago or even this year, it started a good five years plus ago. Um, but I had never looked at my hair in that way. And I even had a dream about it, to be fair. And I felt like that was the final part of my spiritual journey that needed to be addressed. And I'm so glad that I took um, the initiative intuitively to just pack it in. I don't want to be seen as something that I'm not. I don't want to identify with things that have absolutely nothing to do with me. Someone else's identity, someone else's hair, someone else's energy. And one of the things that um, I felt, and I'm not sure that there probably is some sort of research around this, but the energy from hair doesn't die when the hair is removed from whoever's scalp, okay? So you're taking someone else's and even the, even, oh God, guys. <laughs> even thinking of it and saying it is so painful. It's so painful. Like the, the distress that these women are going through in their countries to the point that they have to give up a part of themselves, a massive part of themselves to, in exchange for money, so they don't have to experience poverty or they don't have to lose their house or they don't have to not be able to send their kids to school or feed their kids. For them to have to give up a part of themselves for someone like me who's just gonna fucking sew it on a mannequin and pop it on my head and wear it around every day as if it's mine. It's disgusting.
I'm not shitting on anyone that wears wigs. Do whatever you like. Do whatever you need. But for me personally, that's bad karma. That is bad karma for me to participate in that kind of trade. And I'm just glad that I decided I can't do that anymore. Like God gave me the ability to grow hair from my own scalp. And it doesn't matter if it's not down to my crack. Like I said, one day it might reach there, one day it might not. But I'm just grateful that I have the ability to grow hair. And the ability to look after my hair. And that's just what it is. The other part of um, hair that I find very interesting um, is the fact that without changing what's going on internally, externally doesn't benefit, okay? When I started um, eating more veg, eating more fish, eggs, protein, taking my vitamins consistently each and every day. Like I, I, I would have never imagined that I would be a person that can actually wake up and be like, oh, I forgot to take my vitamins. Or halfway through the day, oh, I forgot to take my vitamins. Like I just, it, it's just not a natural thing for me to stick to routines, especially things that I get bored of. But I immediately see the benefit of taking these vitamins and I see what happens to me if I don't. I've, I don't know if it's a, just a subconscious thing, a psychological thing, but if I don't take my vitamins throughout the day, I have that moment where it's like, oh, you need to take your vitamins because you're feeling lightheaded or, oh, you need to take your vitamins because you're feeling tired. So it just shows how much imbalance can happen internally if you don't be conscious about your nutrition um and not just in terms of like your hair and your nails and your skin also your mindfulness the more you focus on your internal balance equilibrium the more benefits there are in your mind, your brain, the way your whole body functions, the way you sleep, the way you breathe, the way you concentrate, there's all these benefits. So I guess I just wanted to let whoever know that if you're thinking of starting your natural hair journey, there is no time like the present. And don't worry about not having hairstyles or like I used to think, oh, with braids, I couldn't be sexy or it's such a dumb, even saying it, it's just so dumb. Like I just never saw braids. And I think it's because of when I was a child, like my hair used to be braided all the back, all the way back sometimes. And I really hated that. I felt like a, a man and I probably did look like a man back then because I was young. But as you get older, you start to understand why it's important for your hair to be protected. Um, and I'm okay with that. You know, I've matured and I'm okay with that. So I'm okay with putting my hair in braids and that being the hairstyle that I'm going to rock for the next two months. 
and then I'm going to take it out. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to take it out. I'm going to do it again. And if I have to wear a brace for the rest of my life, then that is gonna how it's going to be. Because I just don't feel like... It's weird because although your hair, your hair is part of your identity, it's not something that I need to identify with anymore, if that makes any sense. It's a part of me because it grows from me naturally. But if you don't like my hair, that's not my business. I don't need to worry about... And I think that's... It's not like... I don't like... Okay. It's weird to explain, but I know what I feel, okay? And I hope someone could explain it in better terms, but I feel heavily that I can appreciate the natural state of my hair in any form. So where hair used to be like a thing that I thought if it wasn't a certain way, I wouldn't look attractive, I no longer think that. I don't care if you find me attractive. <laughs> it's basically what I'm saying. I've got to a point where it's like, I don't care. That is not... You don't like my bonnet? I don't care. <laughs> you don't like my braids? I don't care. It is what it is, okay? I'm not trying to be attractive to anyone. I'm just trying to put my content, my content out there. I'm just trying to live life to the fullest. I'm just trying to be... Um, the best human being that I can possibly be in this lifetime. And that's all that it is. So I feel like what I was explaining before, the more you move away from your egotistical self, which is what makes you want to enhance or change the way you look, then the less you care about these things. Yes. Amazing. So... That is all I have for you guys today. Um, let's think of some tips because I really, really, really enjoy like taking time to tend to my hair now. And I never in a million years thought that I would be able to say that. Like I no longer want to rush the process. I've had this bonnet on. I've got my henna mask for probably about two, three hours now. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to wash it out and I'm going to let it air dry. That's another thing. I don't use any heat on my hair anymore. There's no need. There's air. It can dry it. It can take longer, but either way, it's going to dry it. My hair actually dries quite quickly because I think there's just lots of it. But, you know, whatever. Um, I know that's not the case for everyone. But either way, there's no rush. I'm not going anywhere. I don't need it to be done immediately. So I can wait. Um, but I really take time now. Um, I try and, um, moisturize, I was looking for the word, like, what is the word? <laughs> try and moisturize my edges, um, every other day. So I use some heated castor oil ever so slightly, not too hot. And, um, I have a beautiful aloe vera plant growing somewhere in my house amongst my 900 plants that I have. Um, and I just rub that every now and again on my is it called your nape? I think it's called your nape. Anyways, you guys know what I mean. I rub it on the side of my head. Um, and I just, yeah, that's what I do. That's literally all I do. I tried all those fancy things that they say help your hair grow. And I just, honestly, I got to the point where I was like, I cannot be bothered with all this crap. 
Um, it's fun for some people, amazing, but I kind of want to use less manipulation, less products on my hair as much as possible because I believe that it's best doing its thing in its most natural state and whatever. So aside from like natural things like henna and amala powder and I am going to try some MSM as well because I heard that's really good. But aside from natural things that our body um, responds well to, I am not interested. Okay. I'm not interested in doing all those extra enhanced, like I feel like sometimes it works for some people depending on other things things other biological factors and I think it's important for everyone to establish their own hair routine their own natural hair journey and discover what works for them for some people no matter what you put on top of your head it will not grow until you change your internal imbalances and I feel like that was the case for me so the more I focused on the internal the more I saw my hair grow and for other people, they can eat whatever, but still grow beautiful hair by just putting, you know, extra things on top of it. So let's go. Tip number one, establish a hair routine and establish a hair routine that gives you enough time to actually take down your hair um, and not rush the process because that's where you can lose a lot of, of your hair. Um, and also have a positive mindset when doing it. If you have a mindset that you need to rush it or this is long or you're bored, then that's the kind of energy you're transferring to your hair. Like I said, it's spirit, it's spiritual. It's an extension of your crown chakra. So whatever you <clears throat> think about your hair is what it will become. Okay. Number two moisturize it as much as possible and I don't mean drenching it in oils and stuff because some people's hair doesn't respond very well to that but try and make sure that you um, add some water or something that keeps your scalp clean as that can help as well number three oxygen another reason why I stopped wearing wigs is because your hair does not get to breathe very much when it's under a wig for eight hours a day so make sure you spend some time with your hair out free doing what it wants um in braids is great because oxygen can still get to your scalp um and that helps your um blood circulate which helps your hair follicles grow and strengthen so that's a good way to um retain hair but also to promote to promote new hair growth number four try and tie or protect your hair at night time the friction from your pillows will rub off your hair or damage it and make it dry and brittle um, one of the things that I do if I don't want to wear a bonnet because I know that there's just some nights where it's like I don't want to wear this thing on my head okay I just want to I just want to be free so I have like a silk um piece of cloth that I just wrap around my pillow if I have those moments and I just go to sleep and I sleep very well and number five protective styling or styling that promotes hair growth whatever that is for you 
you have to experiment and find out. I can't tell you what will work for your hair. What works for my hair might not work for your hair and vice versa. But it is a journey. So experiment, see what works for you and stick to that. And number five, the most important tip of all. No, I'm lying. We're going to do number six. But number five make sure you are getting enough sleep, make sure you are hydrating, make sure you are eating a lot of your greens, having your five a day, your fruits and your vitamins because what helps you internally is going to help you externally. Number six, my favorite, love your hair, okay? The more love that you give your hair, the more positive vibes that you give your hair, she's just going to respond and she's just going to flourish. She's going to be ever so grateful that you've decided to look at her in all her glory. So that is all I have for you guys today. I hope this episode was helpful and it's definitely a different kind of twist on what I have been discussing recently. But like I said, all things spiritual, which is basically every single thing in life. So I hope this uh, gives you some idea of how to um, start your natural hair journey and how you can, can maintain it as well. And I hope it gives you some hope that there's a lot of us out here who are experimenting as well. No one knows how to do it perfectly. It's all about you as an individual and you can have fun with it. Okay, guys. So that's all I have for you today. Please do not forget to like, comment and subscribe if you enjoyed this video slash episode. And we'll be back soon to discuss some more spiritual. What's the word? Topics. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs>